Today's economy is called as the creator economy. Why do we call it a creator economy? Because we have creators in all fields, whether it is videos, audios like podcast, or if you see even on Instagram, you will find hundreds and thousands of creators who are creating content of their own. And many of them have reached a stage which maybe in a normal business world, in the old world, as we say, would not have even dreamt of. Take example of a Mumbai-based YouTuber. His name is Mithilesh Patankar and his uh, YouTube channel is Mithpat. He has 11.2 million subscribers. Now, what he does would be a question. Does he talk about a mantra on how to be successful in life? Does he talk about study techniques? Does he talk about how to build a powerful leader within you? Nothing like that. He just plays video games. And people who follow watch him playing video game and do commentary on those video games. And he has such a huge subscription. He's, he's sponsored by many big brands. So it's a completely different world. And that's the topic of today that what makes the creators in the creator economy shine. Welcome to 13. 13 is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your host for today are Prasanna and myself, Shantesh. Let's get started. If you look at the example of Mythpat, but Mythpat is just one example, Shantesh, but there are hundreds and thousands of such people. And I know I am not a very active user of Instagram, but you might have seen when it comes to design, when it comes to uh, different aspects of creativity, art. Uh, today, when we are talking about NFTs, non-fungible tokens uh, in the crypto world, there is tremendous amount of transaction happening both at an intellectual and creative level and also at a financial level. So there is a direct financial uh, uh, connection between the creativity and how it is being consumed so uh, the topic which we want to take is what is the distinguishing factor what is it that makes creator economy unique and when we have hundreds and thousands of different topics which are already there take podcast for example like 13 there are multiple podcasts then what is it that a new person entering into this field of creation can bring on the table so <clears throat> content creation as you brought forward uh, with this uh, uh, example of uh, Mithilish Patankar uh, and the other day when we discussed about him I did watch a couple of videos where he is playing a video game and then talking in the background what I really struck me is that he is being himself and to be creative I think to be yourself to be fully authentic is one of the basic fundamental criteria if you can't be that, then the other person won't get it. And then we were discussing about this topic also in the background. We were planning for this podcast. And uh, I was just wondering that, you know, how we started our initial journey into making podcasts. Of course, we still don't have a major subscriber follower, like 11 million subscribers like Midpat. But when... Initially, I remember editing podcast was a big task because I was trying to portray who we are not. But over a period of time, forgetting about the mistakes that happen or there is a honking in the background because we are not recording in a professional studio and uh, uh, any sort of pauses, keeping them the way they are without, you know, making a major edit. 
I think that allowed or that freed me from the burden of then portraying. And then in that process, you then simply focus on creation. And I think that is something which is uh, uh, vital, no? Absolutely, Shantesh. So what you say is absolutely correct because if we try to uh, make a template out of being successful YouTuber or being successful podcaster, I think that is the trap. And that's what many of us have that because we come from an old world where we had templates, methods, uh, processes to follow. And we try to get those processes. Like we want to make sure that we follow those processes and then we will be successful. That itself is the stoppage which brings the question that what is it that I can bring new because there are so many things happening. What you can bring new is yourself. And fortunately, no one can replicate that. Fortunately, no one can copy that or they cannot reach that stage because the experiences you go through, the thought process which you have developed, the person you have become is something which is very unique. And that's the that's the kind of gap which you can fill in the market. And no one else can fill that gap for sure. So. I think that becomes the uh, key. And as you said, the USP in this case is the U of the USP. Hmm. And I think the one important aspect that you brought about is of forming a template. Uh, and coming from this old, old world, we have had templates for everything, including creation, I feel, because I, I just remembered an instance and, and in, in my school, my art teacher, had drawn something on the board, uh, like three pots, actually. One was narrow and tall, elongated kind of a thing. And the one was almost round and the other one was almost with a flat base. And they were in the order. Somebody had drawn that, not in that order, but three pots that tried to replicate. And he got a beating uh, because you are not copying that. And so art cannot have <laughs> that template. You're, you're not even making a live painting. You're just copying it from a board. And then the teacher expects you to match the color and do exactly the way he was expecting. So that makes it uh, sort of uh, uh, contradictory to how the content creation world is looking at. And so if you look at each and every YouTuber, and if you idolize somebody and then you start forming your platform, it is never going to work. It is simply by creating your own niche. And to do so, one thing is to let go of the burden. Yeah. So I was just, uh, when we were talking about this templatization, I was remembering uh, the art city of China, uh, Dafin, for example, mm -hmm. where uh, hundreds and thousands of paintings are created in a factory mode. And that's why if you see, especially they are used in big, big five-star hotels and uh, the lobbies of restaurants, etc. You don't see any particular uniqueness in them. And the reason is very simple. There are templates which are created and then the people who are working in those uh, factories, they keep on creating art, like those small wallpapers kind of uh, art. And it's done in hundreds and thousands. So that's what happens when you try to kind of uh, uh, customize it and make it like a process kind of a thing. Uh, and that's where the uniqueness goes. Whereas when we are talking about the creation world, we are talking about what is it that you bring to the whole thing so that the same podcast can be done by two different people in two different ways a same video can be created by two different people in different ways uh, one another example which comes to my mind in today's world uh, especially when it comes to reporting and interviews you might have seen those videos by samdish 
uh, he's from the unfiltered previously it was i think uncensored or something like that unscripted unscripted yeah unscripted and now it is unfiltered so that samdish if you see he everyone does interviews everyone covers elections everyone covers political topics uh, the way he does will make you stick to that channel or go back to the channel his style of interviewing his style of uh, inquiry his style of moving at different places and talking to the general people on the ground when election time comes so i think these are the things which cannot be replicated by other person it is only he can bring it uh, to that channel hmm. and you brought the example of dafe now uh, the distinction <clears throat> and i visited a very similar village like this in indonesia also where there are bunch of painters sitting together and like a factory preparing paintings but in case of dafin they actually replicate art uh, now one might wonder why you don't use a print on canvas uh, or going a little technical into the aspect that you know you can, if you can print on canvas there are techniques in which it really appears like a painting for a layman at least and then put it in the hotels but then you get those brush strokes the thickness of paint and everything and that's why uh, uh, creation of a painting is very different you can make out what a painting is and what a print is uh but fundamentally then they are still imitating so there is no creation but the creation part is somebody who found a niche for the market and actually got a recognition for this village despite imitation despite cheap imitation these are still of certain value and reaching in bulk and that creation of a market is different from actually uh creating art so mm-hmm. while the art cannot be appreciated the volume by which people are purchasing is an appreciation of somebody who created this market in an otherwise mechanized machine kind of dominated chinese world here the hand of people as an as as a painter is being still used yeah and production yeah very true and i just want to bring the conversation back to what is happening around like if we see how things are getting uh, templatized or you can say automated uh, and automation has become one of the kind of concerns you can say for many people uh, where they think that okay now if automation comes in what will happen to us but if we look at uh, agriculture for example uh, agriculture has been automated dramatically in the last a few decades you can see from where people were doing it manually to what kind of machinery is used now and in some cases like israel and all they have gone to a very different level where they use uh, uh, drones and etc for uh, agriculture so in spite of that it has not stopped people from getting new jobs in fact the people who create those kind of agricultural drones or machinery required like tractors etc for uh, agriculture is a different business which has opened up so the same way when we talk about the creative economy and automation there are certain limits to which you can automate things but then beyond that it is your uniqueness as we said or authenticity which cannot be automated or the innocence we typically talk about that picasso's famous line where he says that it took me a whole lifetime to paint like a child so that says a lot so that says that to get back that innocence where you create out of that innocence not from the uh, implications or the pressure conditions around you is something which is invaluable absolutely and uh, while you are referring to an example of agriculture i was just remembering another uh, article that i read where automation in the industry of shipping shipping industry uh, was uh, a concern a few years ago back in 60s and 70s 
this was with reference to Mumbai, but this this concern happened uh, across the labor force uh, working in shipping yards, in be it in uh, Netherlands or in Shanghai and across the world, basically. So what used to happen is a ship is coming from a faraway land importing goods. Uh, it docks into the shipping yard and they used to take about three to three and a half weeks to empty that entire ship and then fill the other goods into it to export. Uh, so when these new uh, gantry cranes came and uh, 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 an automated system was developed slowly over the next decade, decade and a half, where uh, a computer would tell them that what kind of goods should be placed in which order to highly optimize, uh, machines started taking over and an entire ship now can be emptied and filled up back then it used to still take less than a week about five six days today they take apparently just two days uh, the labor force started opposing that what will happen to our jobs and they were creating strikes and union were coming and pressurizing the governments and governments did not know how to adapt to this new technology but over a period of time there was no option but to adapt but in fact the amount of workers who are working in shipping industry now has increased many folds instead of reducing. It's not that their jobs went away. It's just that their manual labor was replaced with something which is different. So over a period of time, what actually has happened is that they, they in fact, also got a dignified job. Uh, what was otherwise referred to as a blue collar job now they have a different facet where they are maintaining documents, uh, dockets and other things. Uh, and, and probably that also will be replaced one day. Today, as we are progressing further into an automated world, uh, everything will be mechanized. Even an AI can develop a software or does do coding, which software engineers do much faster, much efficiently and with greater accuracy. So what is it that will then be the next uh, sort of thing is to be a creator, to be creative, to be creative. The fundamental criteria therefore is to be unique and our authentic self is unique. We as individuals are extremely unique. We are unreplicatable if that's a word, but, but essentially to find that uniqueness and to cherish and to embrace that becomes a fundamental criteria beyond that then creation can happen in any way there is no template for that yeah and if someone is looking for what to do here if you see most of the things around this like the infrastructure required in terms of technology in terms of tools is available for us when it comes to the policies around these kind of technologies you see that it is very open there is no gatekeeping so like for example you and i are talking we don't have no to filter. get an approval yeah, there is no filter. We don't have to get an approval from Air India Broadcasting to put this podcast out. So there is no gatekeeping. So all this surrounding infrastructure is there in place. So what you have to bring in is your innocence, authenticity. And that, I think, not only gives you relevance in the automated world, but also gives a kind of meaning and purpose to your whole life. But bringing the other facet is when you create something, the other thing that we start looking at is it has to reach out to the world of course what you create needs to be seen and you need to show it out but not everybody can show it out to 11 million followers 
and that's okay but you don't even have to show it that also should not be a criteria at all the creation simply has to be first authentic and at this juncture what i would really like to bring to our listeners is to really look within that when is it that last time you were being creative when is it that you have consciously created something and we constantly are creating something it's just that we aren't aware so if we could do that consciously with our true authentic self finding our authenticity would be step 1 towards a future with that we complete our today's conversation thank you thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily writings subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com we request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause you can follow us on facebook instagram or twitter we've put the links in the description you can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now we hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode until then take care